0: With the draft order. So, this is how we're gonna do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is on your... the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go, one, two, three. Oh, wow, there it is. is. Really exciting. <laughs> number four. Number six. Number one. Number one! <laughs> Tim Brady, mother- <laughs> Congratulations. But that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You you didn't even Uh, pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Dynasty, Devi,
1: Redraft, DFS, and betting. Gridiron Fantasy Show has got you covered. Featuring my guys, Paul Edgington and Derek Cook. Take it away, boys. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Show. Debbie, damn it, this is the Dynasty Show. Debbie will be later. But I'm your host, Paul Edgington, joined by my trusty co host and sidekick, Derek Cook. Derek, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm um, enjoying some pretzels that are,
0: don't know if they're covered in chocolate or yogurt, but I uh, got them from good old Walmart and they are awfully good. They're patriotic pink, white, and blue. Should be red, but whatever. Uh, I had a good week. Happy to be the weekend. Happy to get some time off work and work outside of work uh, and just relax a little bit and do
1: something fun and enjoyable. Uh, How about yourself? It was a nice week. Didn't go by too fast, but for me it was a short week at work, just like you, a four-day week. So that was always lovely. Work four days, get paid for five. In my case, at least. I know you're Damn Union member, not so lucky sometimes with that. Yeah, it's a good week. Another week down, we week closer to college football at NFL, we week closer to the Fantasy Football Expo, so it's a, always good to knock out some time and get back, create some more content, another podcast episode. We are creeping up on 100, where what this is 81. I think this will be 80 and 81 this week, yeah. so we're, we're getting there. We're getting there pretty fast. We'll hit, uh, we'll hit 100 before Expo. Yeah, we should. I think. I Somewhere mean, you're talking, there. you're
0: talking another nine and a half weeks, and we'll be right there. Almost. Yeah, we'll be right
1: there. Might hit a hundred at the expo. Yeah, and we do wouldn't plan to. Be, wouldn't that be something? Do plan to uh, record our adventures at the expo every night. Every night. Yeah, that'd be cool. Before we forget about it again, drink too much. Well, we were talking about
0: recording every night last time, or when we were down there last year, but we hadn't really. Dove into the whole podcasting stuff yet and I think we were just too nervous And just decided we'll just Collect our thoughts and do it all one episode And that didn't even happen So, no. so I think the, the nightly Recaps or whatever you want to call them I think is a A good the good thing that'll happen this time
1: Oh yeah and hopefully We'll meet some of our listeners at the expo But I'm sure everybody's listening Won't be at the expo So it'll be nice to say what we're doing What we've been up to, things we're learning over there have we've been the past two years, and have learned so much each year, so it's a very good experience. If you can manage to get there, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a damn good time. Well, it's Danos, huh? Trying no, to get the sponsor. Yeah,
0: that would be nice. I would not complain, but uh, I would no. Um, Fantasy the the expo. Um, I love it, man. It's obvious. It's honestly one of my favorite times of the year. Probably my favorite weekend of the year or damn close to it when it comes to football outside of maybe like OSU Michigan game but I mean it's it's just a damn good time it's it's always fun get to drink more than I ever should drink catch up for the rest of the year get ahead for the remaining part of the year and uh, just
1: talk everything football it's, it's a blast from meeting a bunch of people that interact with on Twitter or within like discord communities and playing leagues with on sleeper and whatnot and just it's a grand old time. Hopefully we won't drink as much as last year since we won't be staying at the hotel with the nice fancy bar that we went to every night and I had plenty of drinks and took them back to the room. So yeah, maybe that'll solve our problem. I'm sure that'll solve a little bit of it, but I know we'll probably take a couple pit stops at, to that same bar. Oh, well, we got to get those wings because we spent, what, about $600 at the at that bar alone? I'd say, yeah. Uh, I mean... Over what, three days?
0: Three days, maybe th- three and a half days, and I think we were eating there about twice a day. It's not the cheapest, but no, it was worth I, it. For yeah, those wings. Sh- of that, you know, five or six hundred bucks, I'm, I think that it was split pretty down the middle, fifty-fifty between
1: the food and the drinks. Yeah, yeah, we ordered two at a time for each of us. Yeah, it was well, good though. It was Good old time. Oh, old, old, what'd you call him? Gray? Um, oh, Silver Fox. Silver Fox. Man. That's
0: it. Yeah, old Silver Fox man. He had he had our drinks down pat he made some damn good drinks
1: oh yeah hopefully he'll be there again i'm sure he will be he was there the year before the year before so. Yeah. so i'm sure he's uh made out like a fat ride fat ride on those two weekends because so everybody initially meets up and a lot of people stay at that hotel and that's where the actual expo was at so i'm sure yeah, the first year we didn't stay there but um
0: uh, last year we did i mean obviously like i said we'll meet there again i'm gonna get me something to drink i know you probably are too and Oh, yeah. Just kick Especially the weekend there. Just kick yeah, just kick the weekend off nice. Not going for the uh, bloody Marys or anything else. Ooh. Sticking to the regular. I don't know why you want to drink a Bloody Mary in the first place, but that's just me. There's some good Bloody Marys out there, but um, I don't think Silver Fox made it, but I just I'm particular about my my Bloody Marys. I want it to be like a feast. It's supposed to have like broccoli and stuff with it and I say broccoli? I think I meant celery. Yes. Uh, celery. No. Sorry. You get what I'm saying, though. It's supposed to be like a... And then usually an olive or two. It's, it's supposed to be like, a, you know, an appetizer. You're supposed to get a couple pieces of things to eat, wash it down with some Bloody Mary, blah, blah, blah. So... That's I've never heard that before. Well, the ones that I got there, I remember drinking it after about three drinks of it. I was like, this, this tastes like straight cracked pepper. It was like... You know how I like stuff spicy. You and I both like spicy food. You like spicier food than I do, but like being spicy because of black pepper—it's not a good thing. Like that—that's not a like a savory spicy. Like I want more. That's like a this drink sucks. That's
1: that's pretty much what you told him. Yeah, <laughs> get a different one, please. Yeah, but enough for the nonsense. But if you can go to the expo, even if it's just for one day for the Sunday for the actual expo, it's worth it. Definitely worth it. Yeah, one day.
0: If you could just make it out there at least once, it, I
1: promise it's worth it. Yeah, the expo itself is wor- worth, what, we paid 75 bucks for the whole weekend of everything. And it gets us into the Hall of Fame and all the other parties and whatnot. But yeah, it gets us the Hall of Fame, the actual expo, the after parties, the one that they do at
0: the park right down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get the, the swag bag and uh, the, the neck, the... the Keep the lanyard with our name on it and blah, blah, yeah,
1: blah. T-shirt. Well worth the $75. Easily. And then you get all the coupon stuff, too. So I'm sure we'll talk about the expo plenty more times in different episodes. that leads up to it. Or get more excited about it. You are finally moved that you were supposed to be doing. I'm moving here in the next few weeks. And we can settle down and yeah, make that trip up to Canton.
0: That's the big thing. We're going to have to iron out that plan how we're going to go that route but i think we got a pretty good idea yeah i'm excited for it we're just dipping our toes in it talking about it here but yeah as we get closer i'm sure the the you know last week of july beginning of august will be be hard to contain ourselves we're pretty
1: excited for it oh yeah we will probably be a fucking day countdown on my phone before too long I'm surprised you don't have one already. It's a little too far out. I don't it's want less, to have to look at that every day. It's less than 100, so I'm surprised. I already see Ryan McDowell. I believe it's Mondays. He tweets out. It was like uh, X amount of days to the NFL draft, till the Scott Fishbowl drafts begin, till the Fantasy Football Expo. So I already see it once a week on my Twitter timeline. I don't need to see it on my phone <laughs> every day. There you go. As long as you have a way to justify it. I'd, I probably wouldn't have one on my phone either If if I saw that every Monday. Yeah. But we'll get down to it. This uh, theme topic, I guess, this week is just strictly running backs. Picked out five running backs that we're feeling some kind of way, one side of the fence or the other, about that we're looking forward to talking about a little bit this week. You know, whether we're in or out, whether we're buying and selling, where we have the guys ranked, and just overall general thoughts and feelings about these particular running backs heading into the season and beyond. So, first up. got a young breakout star, not so young, that I came and found out a few episodes ago. He's pushing 25 already. Uh, Travis Etienne. I did drop him in my rankings here recently. Uh, Not strictly due to his age. I mean, he's about 24 and a half. But by season, he'll be 25 by the end of the season. But I just dropped him. I don't think he's going to get as much work as he did last season. They drafted Tink Bigsby for a reason. You know, he didn't have to be a second, third-round pick, but they still invested in the running back position. Period. They brought back JerMichael Hasty, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Snoop Connor's still dangling around down there. So he's. I saw the other day that um, I think it was Doug Peterson said they don't want to give him seventy-four percent of the carries again. Yeah, I, I, I just, saw the the same thing, and they. They're
0: bringing Tank Booby in. There's obviously going to be competition in that backfield. Um, like you said, kind of slowly, or not slowly, but inadvertently didn't realize how, not saying like 24, 25 is old, but would think that this being year three, that he'd be
1: 23. Yeah, just, season. I know myself, you forget sometimes that he was a four-year, four-year player. At Clemson. Naji Harris. Yeah,
0: yeah. another, another I got old. Another guy. But uh I'm with you. Where where I mean didn't mean to interrupt you, but where'd where'd you drop him down to?
1: Uh he was in my top five at one point. That was in the midst of last season mostly, but I dropped him down to R B nine. I'm not wanting to pay that top five price tag that he's been coming with here recently and I just think it's gonna be a bad investment. I, I hear you on it uh,
0: Currently I still have him Not top 5 But he is RB7 for me um, Saquon's right ahead of him And Austin Eck was right below him I still think he's got plenty of value But uh, same as what you said last year um, You know He was hanging around that top 4 running back mark I know he finished as like RB17 In most of our leagues um, mm-hmm. But he's the number of opportunities are, are not going to be there. He's not going to get seventy-four percent of the carries. Uh, yada yada, same, same, basically echoing what you're saying. I, I don't want to repeat you, but yeah, he's he's falling for me a little bit, but he's he still holds
1: value. He does. I just don't think it's worth the price tag that he's coming with right now. I agree. For I, I think his production is going to take a dip. And Doug Peterson historically does like to use multiple running backs. Right.
0: Tink, Tink Bigsby is going to get work. Whether it's 35%, 40% of the carries,
1: he's going to get work. Yeah, and of course, T-Law is going to take away a little bit of that with his rushing upside as well. Right. Uh, and, of course, not sure how much is going to affect ETN, but Calvin Ridley coming in. I know they did lose Marvin Jones, but there's also another big-time receiving target out there along with Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram coming back. So maybe he loses a little bit of work. I don't think Tom Ridley's a big-time receiving target anymore. Oh, you will see, my
0: friend. He's going to be 30. No, he's not. 29.
1: Well, there's plenty of 29-year-olds out there. Two years
0: removed from football. I I don't... I'm not... I don't think he's a big-time target yet. Or again. damn, Damn sheets. But... Um, I don't know where I was going. Oh, uh, you Cal- just Cal- Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Really I'm, no not, I'm not trying to shit on him. I just don't think it's fair to say that he's a big time target. He's been removed from football for a year and a half. Um, obviously, he's gonna have some rust to knock off, but I don't think he's gonna come in and be exactly what he was in Atlanta.
1: I don't think that's fair. Probably not. But I still think he's gonna have a significant role. He's he'll be at least at worst the number two behind Christian Kirk maybe the number one depending on how he meshes with T-Law I forget exactly what the compensation was but it can go all the way up to a second round pick depending on I think when he was reinstated and how many games he plays and blah 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 so in the end they could invest significant draft capital into getting him and you gotta think they're probably playing within that two to three year window right now with T-Law and his rookie contract still get a big time receiver in their eyes and Push for maybe a couple playoff wins in the next couple of seasons. Build something up. I could see
0: uh, Ridley's outlook kind of being like what Odell was the latter half of the year for the Rams. You know, similar to that, in, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but he did put up decent numbers. Cause I remember he, me and uh, Mike Todd had that bet in the home league. It was Odell versus Mike Williams because they were throwing a fifth. you traded me Mike Williams. Yeah. Because at the time when I traded him, he was
0: the number one wide receiver production-wise in, in the league. Yeah. And then as soon as you got him, nobody else wanted him for one, and then he
1: started taking shits. He started doing the same old Mike Williams bullshit. Yeah, and we made a bet that whichever player we bet like 25 bucks, just a small friendly wager, that whoever outscored fancy points-wise throughout the rest of season one, And they literally scored the same exact amount of fancy points down to the... Decimal, Because I even had you know, double-check the math like three times. I like, go, seriously? It was like 86.7 or something stupid. Yeah. I just So if that's what Calvin Ridley could do in only half a season, I'd be pretty happy with that. Someone taking a two years out of football. Definitely wouldn't be a Deshaun Watson type of performance coming back. No, I mean, I, I still think there's optimism
0: for Calvin Ridley. I'm just not going to say... I don't think he's going to be a top twenty wide receiver.
1: I think he is,
0: like fantasy wise, finishing points per game. Is that what you're? No, he'd probably be right on the cu- right around there. But I guess I'm, I'm. I should say he's not a top twenty dynasty wide receiver.
1: No, probably not. Not right now, at least. And even if he does yeah, blow up, I'd have to see some significant blow ups for that. Well, even if he does blow up, you got to think are we really going to push him that far up, given his age. I mean, I have D Hop in my top twenty. And he's over thirty, but you know him, Devonte Adams, Devon Diggs. I mean, you're, you're talking Cooper top.
0: Cup. You're talking top twenty. He's gonna. Okay, now you're getting in the realm of DJ Moore, Devontae Smith, JSN, QJ, Traylon Burks, Michael Pittman, George Pickens, Christian Watson, Jamison Williams. I mean, for me, I, I don't think so.
1: Well, that I do. I mean, right now he's twenty-eight years old and five months, so he'll be will be tw- well 29 next 29 after the season going into the offseason yeah. so still not 30 yet but he's getting there but I think he's going to yeah, have the, to knock the rust off a little bit but the big thing is has and I don't know this uh, has
0: he stayed in shape how's he looking what's he is he in game
1: shape is he in football shape well, if he's not now, I'm sure that Florida Sun will help with that real fast over the offseason.
0: I'm just saying, for a 28-year-old, it might be a little hard to knock the rust off.
1: Maybe. If, he, if Maybe. he had stayed in better shape. Only time will tell. No, you're right. You're, you're wrong, right. No. I'm right. But on yeah. Denaji Harris, everyone on. Oh, well, well did, did you... are you in or out on him? ETN? Yes. Today, I'm out. If I had to buy him, I wouldn't be... You're out because of his market value. Market value, and also I think his production is going to dip. I don't want to buy an asset that I feel like is going to go down the downslope. And then also with that, I think his value is going to go... I think it's more likely his value goes down than it does go up this season. Absolutely. Um,
0: I'm out on him. Similar reasons, although I think you're overvaluing Calvin Ridley's um, production this year. But his 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 productions went the dip, but I think his efficiency is still pretty efficient.
1: I can see that, but then you know, back think Bigsby. I think it'd be more than likely he gets the goal line work, being the bigger, more physical, stronger back. And last year, E. T. N, from what I remember watching them, he got the goal line work for the most part. They didn't have a back that was really bigger than him.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, when you get 74% of the carries, you don't really have another running back. I mean, that's, that's bell cow percentage.
1: That's a third down. That's three down back. So that's a, another thing to think about is goal line work inside the 10 zone. And then, again, the Calvin Ridley, even being out on the field, I think, because you know, E.T. would be split out wide at times during the slot. With having another wide receiver, you don't really want to take off the field. How are they going to play that? Are they going to just roll with no running back and split ETN out wide. Are they going to take Ingram off the field to make room for him or what? So that's mostly, when I refer to Weirdly, that's what I'm worried about is if there's going to be room for E.T. splitting out wide like he did last season as much. Potato, potato. We'll see how it happens. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm out on him as well.
1: We're yeah, agreeing. I don't want to worry right now. I'd be we're selling. agreeing on that. And my
0: big thing is mostly because of his market value. Um I still have him highly rated, I still like him, but he's realistically come back down to earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. When his market value drops, which I think we both agree will happen, I'd probably be in. But at this current junction, I'm out.
1: I also think he's a product of the running back landscape overall. Everyone's losing their damn minds about 25, 26-year-olds, people getting dinged up and hurt, fucking Brace Hall's RB1 right out of the gates, and JT's no longer good, and- Caffrey's not worth shit. Saquon's busted. <clears throat> Alvin Kamara's done. Eckler still seems to get disrespected, even though he goes out there and continues to do it year over year. Mm-hmm. So I think his market value and rankings also a product of that. He got pushed up when maybe he shouldn't have.
0: I can agree with that because when he when you got to think when he got pushed up last year. I mean, I know, like, Saquon was looking good again, too, but everybody previously in the offseason, Saquon was coming off of an injury. I think mm-hmm. CMC was, too. So you had your big dogs that we have, you know, before that three years in a row were like, love these guys, top five guys. It was like, who's going to take their spots? And I think he just filled the gap because he was – I mean, he was coming off injury,
1: too, but he just was one of them guys that filled the gap because he, he was could do a, it all. He's a young, on a young team. He's a young guy. and No competition new in the backfield. hmm we we'll move on to old man Najee. I know we both love him. Well, what are your thoughts on Najee coming into the season? Uh, I think it's going to be
0: personally. I'm not a fan of Kenny Pickett, so um, who you tell There, the passing game is going to be subpar, below average, the whole nine. Uh, I still love George Pickens. I still think Deontay Johnson has value, but in uh, Pat f for that, for going that far uh um, LaF F. Najee. <laughs> I I think their offensive line is is getting a little better but Najee Harris I'm I'm out on because um for one he's what 25 yeah just turned he's, 25 a couple months ago he had what was it plantar fasciitis or something last year yeah and the which can be a recurring in. problem nothing's come out I don't know but the signs are pointing to down you know not age cliff but just things to me aren't trending in the right direction when it comes to his career outlook from from my point of view. I'm out on him, I, and I don't think he's going to get the same volume because I think they're going to try and run Kenny Pickett more. Not run, literally, but mm-hmm. they're going to try and orchestrate that offense through Kenny Pickett's arm more than they were Najee Harris, his rookie year, just running him into the ground. What do you currently have him ranked? Najee? A pretty low.
1: Um... 19. 19? That's exactly <laughs> where I have him. I'm sure not looking at my rankings.
0: No, I've got him at 19.
1: No. Yeah. Got okay, him sandwiched between Javante and Cam Akers.
0: I've got him sandwiched between Aaron Jones and Isaiah Pacheco.
1: Okay, Pacheco, I hear you. Both of those guys are. Uh, well, Aaron Jones is nowhere to be seen on my screen. RB30. But. <clears throat> I'm actually in on Najee years, surprisingly. Getting a little bit of mixed signals from the Steelers about which direction they're trying to go. I mean, they draft the Darnell Washington. I think it's Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia as well, to help out with the, the blocking overall. But then they, I mean, they didn't give shit up, but they traded for Allen Robinson. So another receiving weapon to go along with Pickens, Pat F, Darnell Washington, and Deontay Johnson. So, out of passing weapon, bolster blocking, like you said, you think Pickett's going to have the ball in his hands a little bit more than before, if he improved, because he just, no disrespect, looked like ass cheeks. He did not look good, like, did not look like he deserved to be the first quarterback in that draft class, although he doesn't have much competition for it. I don't say who else? But I'm in on Najee, he's going to get a high volume of work, probably low efficiency, But he's going to get the rock a lot on probably another run-heavy team. Maybe less running than before. I think that'll still be their focus in the run game. And I think Jalen Warren's going to get involved a pretty hefty amount. He's been looking pretty good to me. So I'm piggybacking off Najee. I'm in on Jalen Warren as well as a handcuff. Maybe a flex play some weeks. I think he has a pretty good amount of upside in that offense. But yeah, Najee's age. Still don't fucking like it. He's an old dusty man. But, again, 25 going into his third season. Yes. So, <sighs> I'd probably give up comfortably, maybe a late first form, him. Because I think he is going to help you win some games this year in fantasy and help out those contenders that do need it. And, again, not a lot of people are high on him. So maybe he can buy for even cheaper than that. But I think he's someone that's... If you approach the nazi manager, I don't think they're going to shut you down. They're going to really? be open to moving him. Uh, my opinion, if you were a nausea manager, you should have
0: sold him after his rookie year to capitalize on his value. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's more why I'm kind of... Not really why, but it, to see his value fluctuate so much from after his rookie year to now. Um,
1: I'm just... He's volatile. I'm, I'm out on him. He is. I agree with you there, but just the amount of volume. I mean, fucking keep trade Cut as an RV 10. And he moved up two spots recently. I, that is... I think they're pretty high. Because I see
0: 10 guys that are easily... You know, I, I see 15
1: guys that are... Easily above him. Yeah, no no question. Or no question Going back it. and forth about it. Right. Uh, volume is King in fantasy. He'll still be the goal line guy. And the, one, the the 15th is another guy on this list that we're
0: probably going to talk about here in just a second.
1: Uh, let me guess. Still plays in the AFC North. J.K. Dobbins. So just a little recap. We've got a little bit conjugal there. I'm in on Najee. Derek is out. But I'm also a Jalen Warren believer right now, and I'm buying both of them.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say, say you're wrong because it's possible that he could still go up. I just respectfully disagree. I, I think that the Steelers aren't going to be a very good team next year, and they're going to be a, be down a lot. I don't think it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons, how they played with Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be passing the ball a lot.
1: <sighs> I'm so torn, especially on that. in that division. Yeah, but if they can control the clock from the beginning, they have a fair chance to stick with the run game. But I, I just don't know if they believe in picking that much. Well, they made that
0: pick, they're going to have to let him loose and see what he can do. It's just the same thing can be said about Desmond
1: Ritter in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, luckily, they have somebody yeah, they have else weapons. to hand the ball to. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. We'll move on to J.K. Dobbins. I'll leave this one. He's an RB17 for me. Just right ahead of Najee. Looking at my rankings, it could be a few spots higher. He could probably go up as high as RB13, I think. Maybe RB12, 11. But I love him coming in this season for whatever reason. And I'm going to say it. Uh, the Todd Munkin coming in. Monken. They're going to be more pass-heavy. But they're also going to run two tight end sets a lot, once again. That'll help out with his run game. The Georgia run game has been awesome under Todd Munkin. He's looking to take the ball out of Lamar's hands, running the ball, making more of a passing player as well as handing the ball off. So I think JK can see the most work he's ever seen this season. And the most efficiency. And that was what I was going to say next, absolutely. Take the ball out of Lamar's hand, make him pass more, get that defense to back Respect off a little Lamar's bit. Lamar's arm.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, we're in an echo chamber here, but yeah, I've got, I've got JK at 15 and I mean, I can't really say much more onto what you added there. Uh, Munkin's going to make it more of a pass-heavy offense. Yes. They obviously went out and got Odell, uh, drafted uh, Zay Flowers.
1: Yes, Zay Flowers. Drafted Zay Flowers.
0: Still have Mark Andrews. Bateman. They uh, have likely uh, Bateman, for what it's worth. Yeah, they have him too. Um, and then not getting vultured touches from Lamar. Lamar's still going to run. It's inevitable, but it's not gonna be like we've seen in years past. If Lamar can take a step in his passing ability, you know, JK's efficiency, which has always been it's always very been very good very
1: good. I mean it could be great. And I'm in on him. I'm in on him as well and I'd even be fine like tearing down to him off you know, uh hell Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne. Yeah, tearing down to him and getting something on top, absolutely yeah, I'd, I'd be fine giving up maybe Saquon maybe as well. That, that's
0: about where I draw my line, yeah. No, yeah. Saquon.
1: That Saquon. That tier two is about Anybody where I draw. Yeah, that's not inside my top five running backs, I'd be perfectly fine yeah. tearing down with JK and getting a little bit on top. Yeah. I feel production-wise just as comfortable. So I think he is going to be pretty consistent. He's not going to be up and down before I've always said about him. You're going to be happy when he scores a touchdown. You're not going to be happy when he doesn't. Right. I don't think that's going to be the narrative this season. I think he's going to be He's Consistent in, week yeah. in, a week out.
0: It's not going to be TD dependent. You're not going to see him go out there and score three touchdowns and then two weeks in a row no touchdowns. It's going to be you know, 80 yards, a touchdown
1: a game. Exactly, and I'm unfortunately being a Bengals fan. I'm not looking forward to that in the division. But fantasy standpoint, I'm very excited that we might get to see the JK Dobbins we were all hoping for coming, coming into in. the league. Yeah, 100% agree. Now we'll finally get out of the lovely AFC North. And we're gonna head to the good old Pacific Northwest and talk about a little KW, Kenneth Walker. Then his new running mate, Zach Charbonnet. God damn I'm out on Kenneth Walker. Straight straight up. I don't I've never really been in and on him. But now that he's got a new running mate that Charbonnet's gonna eat in, I think a good bit. They're a run heavy team. Pete Kerr loves running the damn ball, but He loves running with multiple people. Yeah, he's
0: he's proved that in the past. He's always had multiple backs that he'd like to rely on. Even this
1: fucking USC days. Right. I mean, it's Pete Carroll. I mean, it's Pete Carroll. Right. And spending a second-round pick on Charbonnet, I don't think it's going to be just he's going to spell Kenneth Walker here and there, and I think he's going to be involved in the offense. uh, Charbonnet going in the second. And going to the, a team
0: that already had KW3, who I was pretty high on before, uh, to me spells disaster for KW3's value. Um, yeah, I have him. They also got JSN,
1: so keep that in mind, too. Yeah, so which, what direction are they going? Going to pass the ball a little bit more because they didn't lose anybody. Receiving right, I, mean, wise. I know that Lockett's getting older, but he's been getting older. You yeah. still have DK. Um, uh, Noah Fant's still there. Right. tight end I mean, they didn't lose anyone in the receiving game but they're adding someone that's going to soak up a good amount of targets and Charbonnet is no slouch in the receiving game either Charbonnet is a beast
0: I mean I to me this pick by the Seahawks
1: I'm with you I'm 100% out on KW3 I mean I have him as my RB8 still a top 10 running back but I just think that kind of speaks to the running back landscape currently He's he's my RB nine. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you.
0: I still think he's immensely talented and has value. I just I don't want anything to do with him. I don't I don't want any pieces of him. Uh, I would be more than happy to pay a third of the price for Kenneth Walker, who I expect to get eighty to ninety percent of the po- same points that KW three is going to get.
1: Oh, you misspoke there. You said first said Kenneth Walker, then you said KW three. Did you mean like J.K. Dobbins? To pay the no, price no, 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 for. no! I would pay a third Charbonnet. of the price for Charbonnet okay, okay.
0: to get eighty to ninety percent of the
1: production that KW three going to gonna produce.
0: Now that makes sense. Sorry, I misspoke. The Red Bull's kicking in now. Yeah, he said, um, that "I'm
1: like, who the fuck is he talking about?"
0: No, Charbonnet. I, I, I apologize. Uh, I don't think JK is a third of the price of KW three. At least I wouldn't think. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm out on Kenneth Walker. Charbonnet, on the
1: other hand. Wouldn't mind getting a couple shares of him. Yeah, I'll take all the charbonnet I can get. To be honest with you, he right. like said the cheaper option and a what projects to be a very good offense and a very good running offense. I'll take the cheaper option. I don't think Kenneth Walker is some world-beating talented running back. I don't think he's all. I don't think he's on that level of, you know, Bijan, Jameer. JT Breeze. Even fucking Jameer I don't think he's on that talent level He's. I say Jameer because he's in my top 5 yeah I would ETM I think is still more talented DeAndre Swift I think is a more talented player so I, I don't want anything to do with Kenneth Walker never really had but now adding on you a want, first and you, second you round like draft DeAndre
0: Swift over Kenneth Walker yeah a lot or is it close
1: it's marginally. Okay. It's so close. it's, it's neck, pretty neck and neck. Okay. And just, DeAndre was still in Detroit with Jameer Gibbs it'd B&O. But with but him being now on that, that high-powered Philly, Philly. Right. Even though Philly does like to use multiple running backs. But look what Miles Sanders Miles did. Miles Sanders had a hell of a year last year. If Swift can stay healthy, he also brings that receiving threat to his game as well. Yeah. I, I know that I, we've said it uh, on previous
0: episodes. But you, know, you take what Miles Sanders did last year. And add it to DeAndre Swift, that DeAndre Swift to me is twice the running back Miles Sanders is. Could be nasty.
1: And DeAndre Swift is going into his third year maybe, fourth year or fourth. And he's only 24, he's the same exact age as Travis Etienne. And he's going he's gonna to get a fair amount of work. I'm not worried about, oh, he's got Jalen Hurts still. If Miles Sanders can do it, why can a healthy DeAndre Swift not do it? And you said the exact word I was going to say:
0: "healthy." If he can stay healthy, there's no reason DeAndre Swift can't put up top six RV numbers.
1: Yeah, I know, I know they Rashad Penny. Yeah, you can hear people screaming them a year. Well, they signed Rashad Penny. Kenneth Gainwell's still there. Well, they signed Rashad Penny before the draft. Before this, this situation this, this, came up, right, right? This was not. In their plans, it was an opportunity that presented itself due to them drafting Jameer Gibbs, and now they just have a, a backup plan.
0: It's yeah. you know you, you there's a reason you carry insurance. There's a reason there's backups. You spend to have backups. Look at like the Eagles when they won it with Nick Foles.
1: It yeah. pays to have competent backups. It does, and when you're talking about two guys that have a decent injury history with Swift and Penny, you gotta have some insurance there, right? Absolutely. So I'm not reading too much into Penny. Being the first one onside in Philly, I think he's now going to take that back seat. Plus, Swift is a Philly native. Hometown guy. Something to prove. Yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder, wearing number zero. I don't know what it is, but I love that the NFL took after the NCAA and allowed number zero to be worn. I love that number for no good reason. Maybe it's the Gilbert Arenas days and Agent Zero watching him growing up, but just something about that number zero just looks fantastic I, on a
0: playmaker. I, I just... I agree with you. Um, and, I mean, even in college, too, but, like, when you retire jerseys and stuff, you should allow guys to wear whatever number they want. Yeah, I never, like, tell the NFL restricted, you know, receivers wore 80 to 89. I think they're finally realizing that they've kind of messed up because, like you said, 80 to 89, if you get two or three guys that are retired with those numbers in the Raptors, well, granted, right. they're great, but... Now you're restricted to 83 to 89.
1: uh uh-huh. And there's only 50, I think 55 now. I think it's pushed to 56 where they passed the new rule that you can carry a third quarterback, but it doesn't count against your roster limits. So now I think teams will be carrying 56 players on active game day rosters. And there's, I mean, there's zero, so there's, what, 100 numbers now? And you're only using a little over half of them before? Right. Come on let the players wear whatever the hell they want. I wish it would go more like the
0: the college. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like you said, eighty to eighty nine, and then your quarterbacks were ten to twenty. Your running backs were twenty to thirty. Like, just why can't it be like college? Just let it be a fucking free for all. Whatever number you want to fucking wear, you can wear. Exactly. I think it's trending. I think it's trending that way. Oh, it is but, now. They don't
1: have any limits or nothing like that. Oh, they don't have limits. No, nope, not anymore. Good, but good. We'll see a lot of number changes this year because last year when they first did this a new rule then? that they just This second year. Oh, okay. This is the first year they have number zero. Oh, okay. But last year they allowed players to change to whatever they want, but they had to personally buy out the stock The stock of their old number number jerseys. Yeah, if they wanted to switch last year. This year they don't have to do that. So like T. Higgins, he's going back to number five. Uh, Kevin Ridley's going to wear number zero, actually. So we're going to see a... A lot more number switches. Good. Since oh, they don't I like, like to, to pay out a shit ton to of money.
0: Right. Right.
1: Good. I like that. I like that.
0: But I think we're in agreement
1: here on, on Kenneth. Yeah, get him what the hell head head away from me before his value goes down yeah. even more. If I, know, if I had him, I'd be selling him. Like we saw last year. If he goes down with an injury and Charbonnet comes in and looks very good. And good. good. That's going to the, the be good bad thing news he, for KW. Right. The only good thing Brees Hall's got going for him is they didn't bring somebody else in. Yeah, nobody... Not not notable. Yeah. Right. So, this will bring us to our last one. Still out on the West Coast in Las Vegas for one more year, Josh Jacobs. Man, I love me some Josh I Jacobs. I was... Damn it, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say that exact line. I love me some Josh Jacobs. He has been very good through his first four years. He has been quietly great. And yeah. by
0: great, I mean production-wise, he's been... I don't... I don't know exact off the top of my head, but he's been like a top eight producing running back for the last four years. He has been quietly great. And I feel like he does not get the respect that he deserves.
1: He doesn't, and he could do more. He could do more of the receiving game that he hasn't been able to do. Right. So that just, that does suck. We haven't seen that part of his game deploy because coming out, that was one of his best traits, was he can be a weapon receiving game. Yeah, I mean, PPR finishes, going back from his rookie year forward, 21, 8, 11, and then three last year. And he played 13 games his rookie year, so if he played 16, he might have been an RB1 again. But you're looking at RB1. No, absolutely. And,
0: and personally, my rankings don't reflect that, um, and really it's because he's 25 already, he's whether you deal on a franchise tag or a one-year deal, whatever it yeah, is. franchise. Um, it's more the situation. It's not the player, to me. You know, because we've seen it once these running backs play through the rookie deal, and when if they get paid, you, they do great. But if they don't get paid, by paid I mean like a second contract, mm-hmm. it's great, like a Derrick Henry. Yeah, but if they don't get paid and they go somewhere else or something, I mean, it kind of falls apart. They changed teams on that second contract. It seem, seems to fall apart.
1: Yeah, we'll have a couple case studies of that this year. You know, Miles Sanders, for one. We'll see how he turns out changing teams. Yeah, there's a couple other players. Uh Dave Montgomery. They'll be in a timeshare though. So we'll see. I feel like Josh Jacobs, though, is a totally different beast than those two. Miles Sanders oh, yeah. didn't have a great year until last year. Um well, his rookie or second year was a pretty damn good year. It was the year before. What you bought into? The him year, year before when I face. bought into him
0: the Eagles were the leading rushing team in the NFL and he had zero rushing touchdowns and I was pissed. Yeah. Miles Sanders had a decent rookie year,
1: but his best year by far and wide was last year. Oh yeah. I forget what exactly where he finished, but he was a what, a top six running back? I think production wise in our leagues, yeah, he was like top six. I'd Maybe. a PPR, he finished running back 15, but standard RB10. No, he wasn't as high as I thought he was. But still, pretty fucking good. What you, what he was at before? one point, and then he fell off. Yeah.
0: At one point, he was, like, top three.
1: Hmm. I mean, 1,269,
0: 11. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yardage-wise, yardage he was definitely top five. Yeah. I think Jacobs led the league in rushing yards at, like, 14 and some change.
1: Maybe. I know mean, he, he was he was getting, he was up there at one point. Yeah. But I I'm all in on Jacobs, to be honest. I can uh, he he finished his R B one last year. Jacobs. In, in our leagues. Yeah. With our scoring. He finished R B one in standard and R B three PPR. He was the leading rusher. I, yeah. I knew he was 16, leading rusher
0: sixteen fifty three. I yeah. was off on the yardage. Um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm right there with Josh Jacobs. I'm all in on him. And I think he can be acquired for...
1: Barely cheap. cheap. I would Especially d- for a running back. Yeah, a running back that just led the league in rushing. I mean, look at the work he got last year. What is going to change to this year? There's I mean, no get rid of Waller, replace no him with Waller. Mayer. Right. You get rid Mayor, of Card, replace him with Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. You didn't bring in another running back. Zamir White's still there. I and you, you got have on a franchise tag. You would have thought you would have sold Samir White last year if he was going to do anything. Yeah, which maybe we'll see him this year with Jacobs being franchise tagged. But again, they had, just like last year, no long-term commitment to him, so they're going to use him as much as they can, and that's going to be great for fantasy. Well, I think this team's pretty well checked out. De- Derek Carr is gone. They got
0: his buddy Devontae Adams still. Uh, Darren Waller's gone. I. They're probably just
1: playing out contracts at this point. Well, the Darren Waller thing, I there's more to meets the eye from what I read. It wasn't really a football decision. It was more of a personal thing that, uh, I guess, they did. It. He got married to Kelsey Plum. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've heard of her, WNBA superstar. Right. They didn't invite Josh McDaniels to the wedding. Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, McDaniels. It was supposed to be like a smallish, intimate type of wedding, from what I read and McDaniels went out and spilled the beans that they were getting married beforehand right and I guess uh, that rubbed Waller the wrong way so it seems like those two started butting butting heads heads. right and then whoop gone for the third round pick which I mean which again Kelsey Plum plays for the Las Vegas Aces for the WNBA and he played for the Las Vegas Raiders so it's perfect get married live in Vegas nope now they're shipping Darren Waller out of town Possibly because McDaniel's is butthurt hurt and they can get invited to the wedding, and they wanted to. I mean, that's to be me, a jackass about to it. To me,
0: that's petty, and yeah, being that, that's a jackass move.
1: You
0: yeah, that's know, what, what you're to you come from the Bill Belichick tree of coaching. Fair enough, but I don't think Bill Belichick would have fucking done that shit.
1: Mm, Bill probably wouldn't have cared.
0: That's what I mean. Bill would have been like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck it. it. I don't Go give a do shit. Something. You ain't getting paid anyways." Yeah, um, but. My okay. point being, I, I think that the Oakland... or Sorry. The Raiders, as an organization, are just playing out contracts. They're I don't think they're going to be very good. I don't think they're going to be... I mean, they're not going to be terrible, but they're just playing out
1: contracts and see what happens, happens. Well, they're kind of stuck anyways playing in that fucking division. I mean, you've still got the Chiefs, obviously. Mm-hmm. you got the Chargers that people think are going to be... On the up and up again. How often do we hear about the Chargers thinking people are, they're going to be fucking? Put there? They have a new OC. He's going to bring back Herbert, is what I've been hearing.
0: No, but I'm saying like I feel like for, since they've had Herbert and even before that, it was always like the Chargers are a top four team in the league. They're going to make the playoffs. They're a legit Super Bowl contender. And it's like I feel like they're the new age Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I what?
0: my look. I'm a Cowboys fan. My expectations for the Cowboys have been shot in the foot. I no longer have those... I mean, I have high aspirations, but I'm a realist. You know, I I realize, like, they're a good team, but they're not a damn good team. I know the Eagles are better. No doubt in my mind.
1: Fuck the Giants might be better.
0: Potato, potato. We know the Ravens are the best team in your division.
1: I don't know. we beat them back-to-back weeks last year. That was last year. Don't matter. I'm talking this year. Besides the point, the...
0: The Raiders don't know what they're doing. I think they're they're just letting it play out, however it plays out. They wanted to contend last year. They made all they made moves to, you know, to mm-hmm. be competitive, be legit, and it didn't it, it it backfired and
1: The dude fucking sucks as head
0: coach. He's he, proved it previously. He He's was the one. Again. He was the one that got caught for cheating, right? The uh, uh, the the videotaping. I think he was a part of it. But even well, I know he was a part of it. But I think that there's been people coming out. I can't remember who it was, but they were like. Josh McDaniels would tell us to line up in this particular formation or this particular defense when the team came out in this formation and he would tell us exactly what was going to happen and it would fucking happen. I can't it wouldn't remember be surprises I can did, did he ever coach in Denver? He
1: did coach in Denver. Yeah. It was it was uh, Va- there. it was Von Miller. Yeah? It I wouldn't promise, be surprised. I promise it was Von Miller. Well, he he just sucks as a head coach. He's unfortunately he's just not made out for that. He's a great fucking OC. Right. You no. To that with Tom Brady. Yeah. He's he's a great OC, but he's not. He doesn't have a head coach mind. No. And it's you're seeing it. You traded away oh, Darren yeah. Waller after they gave him big money before he got there for a third round pick. Uh, right. On. Right. Wrong. Indifference. Right. Wrong. Indifferent.
0: That was a dumb play. a Dumb move. Right, football you, wise, why the fuck? That's that's petty you? as hell. Why are you going to do that? You piss off. Your second, third best player on the team, then you want to kick him out because
1: he's mad at you for doing what he told you not to do. And then you had to burn a pick to replace him, Michael Mayer, which second round pick I think, third round yes. maybe. No, I think it was. I think it was a mid second. Then you had to burn out that pick to do replacement, and it's just uh, they're just out there in Las Vegas having fun, living life, making money. Yeah. You got to be at the Chiefs you got to beat out the Chargers before you beat out the Chiefs. And now you got to beat out the Broncos before you beat out the Chargers. Sean Payton's there. They're not going to be a slouch anymore. I think the uh, the Broncos could be a problem this year. They could be if Russ goes back to being Russ. We'll yeah. see. Shh, if Payton I can think, unlock that. I think Payton does. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if Russ goes out there and looks like he did when he won a damn Super Bowl. Right. I'm not going
0: that far, but I think Payton definitely takes it to a whole other level this year. Uh,
1: yeah, he very well cut. I mean, it's what Peyton does. That's why they give the, him all the, that
0: damn money. The weapons are there. I think
1: Dendermot. Weapons. What weapons? Weapons. You talking about shredded knee, Javante? I'm talking wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Who do they got? Jerry Judy? Cortland Sutton. Yeah, well, I'd like Sutton more than Judy, but everyone loves Jerry Judy, the guy that hasn't proved shit. That was supposed to be this route-running savant, a he, monster. I mean, he is
0: a route-running savant. He is. He...
1: Does not he produce is, for fantasy. No. He doesn't do what we wanted to do that we I mean, thought he was going to. He should have been like an Amari Cooper type of guy. He That's should. exactly what he was supposed to be. And Cooper yeah. had some great seasons in Oakland and in Dallas. He did. And, and everybody wanted to shit on him. But go back and look at his numbers, he was fucking great. Uh, Amari Cooper let the Cowboy uh,
0: fan come out on me again. Um, that was a terrible trade to the Browns. Was it a fifth round pick? That was stupid. Amari Cooper is the exact wide receiver, in my opinion, that you want. He is uh like you said, a route running savant. When he's open he catches the fucking ball. He's good old reliable. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jerry Judy should be that, without should a doubt. Be. He's
1: He still could be. He's only twenty four. Twenty 25 Yeah, so he's still extremely young. He's still young. Extremely
0: young. Yeah, but he hasn't produced at all. I know it's like we've talked about it last year and year Just before. turned twenty four. Even younger so than we thought, extremely, extremely young. Um, but we've but it's the same thing. Like we've talked about CD, we've talked about T. Higgins, all these guys that we hold in high regards. And luckily, they both have produced now at this point. But it was like we just had this conversation a year ago. CeeDee, we had as a top eight wide receiver, and he hadn't had a
1: you know a season above a top twenty wide receiver season. When's he going to produce? I mean, last year PPR wide receiver twenty two, he finished as.
0: That's, that's not
1: bad, but I think played 15 he's... 15 games. If he played 17, it might be a little better, but... Didn't crack 1,000 yards. I I just don't know if it gets better for him. Yeah. Cortland Sutton's more of a Russell Wilson type of receiver. big athletic. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they got tight ends, Greg Dolchich, and don't forget about Albert o. I think he could be a sneaky play this year. I've, I think I've we were all just a, few a year shares. too early. I
0: think I, I've gotten a few shares on Alberto. I'm a big fan.
1: So they well, have yeah, plenty of guys. They drafted out Marvin Mims, fairly yes. high. Yes, Marvin Mims. I think he was a second round pick. Second or third, or I think lead second. One of those two. Yeah. But he's drafted very highly and a little bit surprising. But there's another mouth to feed. Javante's coming back, hopefully healthy. They signed P. Ryan to a decent contract. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on Javante. I'm, I've been out. Uh, yeah, I've been. I've never been in. I didn't buy into his hype that he was going to be this great next running back. And, and unfortunately, he got hurt. I had high expectations. As soon as
0: Melvin Gordon was gone, and it was finally like Javante Williams was going to get the the
1: full reins, and then he. Bah, guess again, they bring him back. Right. And then he gets hurt. And now they bring in P. Ryan for insurance. Yeah. And I think it's a two or three year deal for P Rine. It's at least two. Yeah, it's at least two. And they, they paid him. So if you're waiting for Javante to be that top eight draft pick that like you spent on him It's never gonna you're happen. You're gonna wait another year at least. I don't think it'll ever happen. He's I think he's still extremely young as well. He is yeah, twenty just turned twenty three. I don't think it happens. It may not. I mean you're talking going into year three.
0: He really hasn't done anything yet. I mean to me notable names of what like what he's done or what he hasn't done. I mean to me he's like CEH. Everybody loves CEH and he really hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. He that's... showed glimpses. But he never been able to put it together.
1: No, unfortunately not. Only time will tell how healthy he comes back from the injury and I hope he does. Same along with Cam Akers, same thing, but we'll see. Yeah, we will. Plus it's Sean Payton, he likes to use multiple running backs. We already know that, that's right? We'll see who gets the "quote unquote" Kamara role out of that backfield. It's not gonna be Javante. No, it's not gonna be P Ryan. It might be the Tyler Baby, little man from Zoo, fast guy. Yeah, yeah, could it be. Could just be him. Could be. But that's it. Uh, just again, Josh Jacobs. We got him ranked. I got him ranked running back fourteen. I think you're a similar area. Uh, running back thirteen. There you go, 13-14, so 13 and a half. Yeah. Um so Borderline Army uh, we, 1, we both, both in on him. Both in on him, both
0: love him, can be acquired, I would say, pretty fucking cheap. Probably the cheapest guy
1: on this list. Yeah. yeah if he can't be acquired for cheap, he can definitely be acquired for a price that you are... Still happy. You feel paying. good about paying. You don't yeah. feel like you're going to get... And he's going to be a league winner. Yeah. I know, redraft-wise, he is one of my favorite... RB two, RB three targets. Absolutely, I'm right there with you. He's he's a league winner
0: that you can, again, like you say, redraft and know where this is in the redraft channel. But Not yet. Uh, you know, he's one of them guys you can take later on in rounds, and
1: he could be your RB one for the season. Absolutely. Then we'll move on to our trade segment. <sighs> we'll left excited. plenty of time for this. I round am here. excited about this, buddy. Our rookie leagues are all over with and now our leagues have apparently woken up because there's deals flying left to right it seemed like every day so as always Derek and I made any trades we will start off with that nine trades that we have I mean just on this there's I think there were more there were more they just weren't worthy of talking talking about about, yeah. yeah so we'll start it off with Derek give a round of applause for this guy Finally, made his first trade of the offseason. It took him six fucking months, but he made one and uh, damn it, he knocked it out of the ballpark. Derek is rebuilding in this league to uh, start 10, uh, start 2 wide receiver, 0.5 PPR, 1 PPR for tight ends. This man's breaking it down and he traded away Geno Smith and Damian Harris for a 24 first. Beautifully done. I, I think it's
0: a, a smash accept. I think I sent it to you and I was like, I'm this is easy. Like this was a it was a cold offer, and dude just sent it to me, and I was, you know, kind of like kind of like you last week. I was tapping right, on phone Right. Right. Um, this is simple. Geno Smith, one year rental. Damian Harris to me has little to no value. It's
1: it's easy. It's projected to be a later first round pick, but who gives a shit? You got rid of an aging it, Geno it that might start a, I, one I, year. I will take.
0: If I'm trading away vets that are basically rentals for. Firsts, I don't care where it lands. I'm taking
1: it. Yeah, because we've talked about this team quite a bit over the past week. For you, you now you get to first. I'm looking been, to Neil Rogers, CMC, Kamar, and Devontae Adams, Adams. And I'm, maybe I'm, Mark mm-hmm. Andrews.
0: Mark Andrews may be on the fence a little bit, but he can be had for it'll be a. a I'm not trying to ship Mark Andrews off, but if so, there's an inquiry and it makes sense, sure. You also, have Derek Carr. Yes, I have Derek Carr, but I'm I'm shipping anything with value. I'm getting rid of it. I might keep Gabe Davis, but
1: we can ship him off once he blows up. Somebody fucking want him, right? That's Beard that's old. that's
0: my exact outlook on it too. Um, I've been trying to trade with somebody in this league. I'm trying. He's he inquired about Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I'm trying to get a first. You know, to me, a first is a little light for Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, like well, just a, just a smidge more, just Not a little more. The last deal I, I sent to him, it, I I was asking for a lot. I can't remember exactly what it was off my top of my head, but it was it was a good bit because I, I was talking to you. I was like a first in Darnell Washington. You were like, "What do you want? For, why the fuck you want Darnell Washington?" I was like, "Yeah, you got a good point." And then, um oh, I'm gonna have to look it up because he he declined it. Give me one second. Yeah,
1: I'm glad to took the old Darnell Washington. Um, it
0: was, it's, I don't think it's terrible, but it's 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 counterable. So I was sending Aaron Rodgers, getting back a 24 first, two 24 thirds, and Tank Dell.
1: Not terrible.
0: I mean, it's I, I don't them, need Tank Dell, but it was in context. Have for,
1: this guy has like fucking six, 23, 24 thirds. Yeah, so he's got plenty of them to do. So I what he's doing. To me, him.
0: like if I was a contending team, which I don't necessarily think he's a contending team, shh, but he's he's okay. Aaron Rodgers would for sure help his team. If I can trade away a first, two thirds, and tank Dell, Tank Dell's not gonna touch my lineup. Give me fucking that all
1: day long. Because oh, yeah. I don't think he has a QB two. No, no, he does not. He can use it for a couple years, but this manager's kind of wishy washy. Yeah. He makes a lot of trades. It seems like he doesn't. But he doesn't stick anything. Yeah.
0: He doesn't stick in a direction. Um. I guess where I'm at with it. This just happened. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday being. Is it past midnight? Yes. Yesterday being Friday. So. I guess I'm just. I don't know if I want to go Rogers and two thirds or Rogers a third and Tank. Which way would you go? Two thirds. Take
1: the liquid assets. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirds. You can turn them into something different. Or. Yeah. Couple them together. Fucking take your dart throws next year. Yep, yeah, I'll send that to him once we get done with the show. So, A-plus grade on you for that, bow. And thought it was funny. Uh, Shout-out to Dynasty Nerds. They dropped their official Dynasty Nerds app on iOS. Has a uh, essentially everything from the website, the Dynasty GM with the rankings, the trade analyzer, all the Dynasty GM now on their mobile app. And I was surfing on i because I've, I've been beta testing with it for the past few weeks. And I'm on, I don't want to, it's an embarrassing amount of time I spent on this app. But I was on it and literally, like not even a couple hours later, at the top of the trade browser, there's your trade, number one. Like, ah, already. I know who that is. It's cool on there. You can, you can rate the trade. They got an equal sign for even trade, one star on either side and then two stars. I gave two star for your side. (laughs) Does, does it show you how the community feels? Because I haven't dove into the app like that. I have the
0: app, and it's cool as shit. But
1: Not that I've seen. It okay. just shows what you
0: clicked. I don't... Because that'd be cool if it was like like you could act, click on the individual trade. And it shows and like it a percentage say, or yeah. a
1: number of votes or some shit. Yeah. Right. But I know that's something new, at least when it was just on the web browser. That wasn't something. So it must totally. have been something that just added with the app. And Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It's dope. I'm sure that something like that to
0: show you the votes
1: or percentages, I'm sure it's in the work because otherwise they wouldn't do it. So, Oh, yeah. I'm sure and I know fun. last year we used that for some content as well. We pulled a bunch of trades off certain players from their trade browser, So we'll do it again this year. And if they and do, do... it from the app now. Exactly. And if they do bring, bring that to light that shows how many votes for each one, that'll be another cool thing to see to where... We'll, you or I are at compared to the people that took the time right. to vote. Right, the community, absolutely. Well, we're going to move on to my trade. It pains me to do it, but mm-hmm. this team is absolutely... Christian Watson's my wide receiver one. Sky Moore's my wide receiver two. Yeah, you needed to do it. So it's not, it's not good. So I trade away Kyle Pitts. This is a start 11, start three wide receivers, one tight end, tiered PPR. Traded away my man Kyle Pitts for Amon Ra St. Brown and Trey McBride. Happy to get Amon Ra My first share of him currently. I've had him before, but shipped them off years ago, a you year shipped, ago. You shipped them off after he had the end of the good year. Yeah. Before yeah. he continued it on. I the didn't stick around. Receiver. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm back in. <clears throat> I des- so desperately needed a receiver, and I got him. Tight end that leaves me uh, a handful of guys. Yeah. Uh, Trey McBride Chig and uh, Isaiah Likely so I'm just rotate them all in because this I think this is the team I have Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson so their their asses are going to fucking carry me Dirty Dozen yes yeah but I I had to get a receiver unfortunately I don't have many liquid assets I still have my my four four rounds of draft picks But as far as my team goes I don't really have anybody else besides Kyle Pitts that people are willing to pay up a decent price for unless I'm getting rid of a quarterback and not really looking to do that. So I just had a part with my guy. Yeah, I know this
0: one uh, hurt you pretty good and totally understandable as to to why that is. Um, But I think, again, you smashed it out of the park. I think, I I know that Kyle Pitts is the unicorn. We both agree on that. We both love Kyle Pitts, blah, blah, blah. And having a great tight end sets you apart from the rest of the league because it's a guaranteed positional win, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, face the music. Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. hasn't been that yet, quite yet. Uh, rookie year, he looked great. Last year he had some flashes. He's still putting up the number. Not the numbers, like, production-wise, but he's, you know, air yard separation blah 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 all that stuff Um, he's the real deal but I think I think he smashed it I think McBride McBride once he finally gets the opportunity after Ertz is gone I think he'll be good
1: Ertz may not start the season miss some time uh, He hops out of town somebody's got to eat up those targets and he had a very good uh, contested catch rate so maybe he'll be the red zone man you're not looking at Hollywood Brown you're not looking at Rondell Moore right so maybe maybe just maybe. That's why I did want a tight end return for sure, just because I'm just playing the platoon system at this point on the team, which you know me, I, I fucking hate doing. But Right. But then if likely ever hits, which I think we both expect to happen once Mark
0: Andrews leaves.
1: Yeah, when likely hits, yes, I'm going to have a good one. You yeah, so know, Chig is arguably the second-best receiving option on that offense. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think you smash it. I'm going to give you A-plus on that too. As much as I hate to see Kyle Pitts getting traded, especially away from you, um, you know, let's let's take our feelings out of it and. Um, it needed I'm, to be done, and amon Ra is top ten receiver
1: for me, and so. he and he helps your severely depleted wide receiver room a lot. Yeah, it helps a lot. That makes lot. me feel a win win now wise makes me feel a hell of a lot better having amon Ra as opposed to Kyle Pitts coming in. And I, right, and I know that we were talking
0: obviously when you made this trade or right before you did and you were like this is the exact reason sometimes I hate auctions because you you look at
1: you look at teams and you're like fuck I wasn't patient enough I fucking blew it on Jalen, Lamar, and KP right but it is what it is I got my my anchors my studs got all my draft picks yeah I'll maybe be a French playoff team and might push for it later on who knows but we'll move on to another trade Let's see here. We'll go with the same league. So, same league. Again, uh, start 11, tiered PPR. We have Quentin Johnston on one side, along with C.J. Stroud in 24-3rd for a 24-second. Terry McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, and Jared Goff. So, um, young men for old men. I, I like the pretty. old men. Yeah, I, I fucking said it. But I'm also higher than most on golf. I mean, to be fair enough, I'm... I mean, I'm not as
0: high on golf as you. But, yeah, I don't like... I think,
1: I think it's pretty easy, young men. Yeah. If I'm looking to win now, which I think that's what this this is doing, I assume, by getting these assets, even if I'm rebuilding, I'm not too mad at it. Uh, QJ, I have him and Hollywood in the same range. McLaurin's Mr. Consistent, uh, you get the pick up grade, and golf. I think he's going to get extended, and I'm not the biggest senior Stroud believer at the moment, so I wouldn't mind swapping those two. But if I'm looking at what now, this is a smash for his side. Value-wise, definitely lays with the younger side. I, even though it's just two players compared to three in the lesser pick, I think there's more value on that side. I guess that's where I'm going with it is just strictly value.
0: I think value-wise, it blows the old man out of the water. Um, like you say, Jared Goff, I feel like he's another one of them guys that is underappreciated. I agree. He's going to get extended, and he's going to go out there and drop another fringe QB1-type season. Uh, Terry McLaurin, same. Mr. Consistent. He's the wide receiver one on that team. He's the alpha. He's you know good for 1,000 yards and a handful or more touchdowns. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Again, they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. I get that Kyler Murray's gone. That Colt McCoy should be able to still throw him the ball.
1: Mm -hmm. They're all good for points. Um, This is the type of trade that can go from rebuilding to now, I think, could instantly make you uh, pushing for a playoff spot by adding these three guys (laughs) compared to C.J. and Q.J. this year. So this is a...
0: Yeah, and you also got a second... I yeah they
1: can do something else with get another one down piece me
0: personally i would have a hard time trading away c j q j period
1: but yeah yeah absolutely. i i can
0: i can see justify justifiably you know wanting to get getting the older guys if you're if you're a win now team although personally i feel like you could get more for your young guys I feel like you should get a a bigger name I mean like I like Terry McLaurin but I don't know I feel like you can get somebody a
1: little better yeah this is seems like it's purely about like the numbers winning now type of thing Terry McLaurin I think you'd
0: get a guy more like DJ Moore who I have as a top 20 wide receiver Jared Goff you know I'd I I have a couple guys ahead of him that I think could be had for about the same price Know, I think you get Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins,
1: yeah Derek, yeah, Derek, Derek Carr, guys like that. Yeah, it's possible, but still, all in all, not a bad deal for either side.
0: I mean, you, Just, you should be able to tell where me prefer. and you are split on it. So it's it's not a bad it's not a bad trade by any stretch. No,
1: it's like I said, definitely a good trade if you're looking to quickly go from that rebuild mode to at least I'm pushing towards the middle, and I did it all off. Two assets. And, I, got
0: another I, think, what asset and I think that's my problem with it is that you traded away those two young guys who were the nice new shiny toys and you didn't. That's all the further you jumped. You went from yeah. A, yeah. A sh- probably a shit team to a fringe playoff team. I'd rather see how that plays out and see if QJ and CJ Stroud are top five guys at the position, which yeah. I think they could be. Excuse you? Top five at the
1: position, which I think they could be. Wow, and that'll wrap it up for this week's episode of Bullshit. Hey, they they could be. We never know. Maybe next
0: I, year. Jalen Hurts, Lamar, Justin Herbert, Kyler. Maybe I they mean all we, just know, retire. we know
1: Kyler's out for a little bit. They could all be hurt. It is it is hard to say, my friend. You're right. That's the only way CJ Stroud is ever approaching top five is if everybody in front of him okay doesn't touch
0: the field. Take back the top top ten at their position.
1: Okay, that's much better. That's that's reasonable. None that, of none of
0: the other guys that they they sent up that they got in return for QJ and CJ are top or anywhere close to top ten guys.
1: No, the I'm only one be that would have ever been close is Terry. Maybe. Maybe Hollywood's got a pretty good shot. Yeah. No, he's his shot surpassed three years ago. No, no, no. He looked great last year. But yeah. potato potato. We'll move on to another trade. This is another these are a I should have said beginning, but these are all twelve team superflex leagues. That's essentially all we play in, no more, no less. And this is a start ten, start one running back, three wide receiver tiered PPR. We have Canaris Tony and Rashad White being acquired for Michael Gallup and Jahan Dotson. I'm forget about Michael Gallup. I'd rather have Yohan Dotson yeah. over Tony and Rashad White.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think Yohan Dotson has a sneaky breakout season this year.
1: Yeah, I'm very very high on him. When I trade away Kyle Pitts, I tried to sneak Jahan Dotson in on the back end as well to really short the receivers and unfortunately ran into another major that's high on Yohan Dotson. Yeah, hate to see that. Yeah, I was like, damn it. I thought I could sneak him in there and he shot me down. But, yeah, Jahan's the best player in this deal, I think, by far. Kadarius could be the number one. He's talked up that he could be a number one by the Chiefs, but you're still playing with Travis Kelsey. You got a hammer Pacheco.
0: You drafted Rasheed Rice. You have Sky Moore. still have MVS. Yeah, so,
1: I mean, it. Tony, it, it's a good name, but it doesn't carry weight to me. No, and we've seen it. We saw it last year Juju's a better, way better receiver than Canaries Tony, mm-hmm. and he wasn't even an alpha as from the wide receiver position. So I don't think really anyone's gonna be that steps in there. You're all just throwing darts at the wall of which one's gonna be the highest scoring receiver each week. It's gonna be Kelsey. The rest of the guys a different one every week, like we saw last year. Right. There's gonna be no consistency. No. So give me Dotson. Dotson easy by himself. And then another trade, same league. Start 10, one running back, tiered PPR, three wide receivers. We, huh, this is a, this is a doozy. I think this guy sold very, very low. Uh, we have Alvin Kamara and Matt Stafford being acquired for Nico Collins a twenty-four second and 3rd. Obviously, this is typical somebody's tearing it down, somebody's trying to contend type of trade. Uh, Matt. Kamara is probably worth the second and third. And then that brings Nico Collins from Matt Stafford. I think he can still squeeze some more juice out of Matty Stafford. Especially if he's healthy like people are saying he is. He should be able to get more than a dart throw wide receiver still. Yeah, I mean I, any way you cut it
0: I, I think Kamara and Stafford are worth a, a considerable out more than this mm-hmm. um, I mean like you said Nico he's basically a dark throw wide receiver at this point they got a new quarterback coming in CJ they drafted Tank Dell and another receiver I just I, I've i got Kamara in the one league I'm rebuilding in and I've tried putting Kamara out there and so I can understand where this guy's coming from nobody wants Kamara right now I, I get it I'll take him. For a reasonable price. So, or what I feel like is reasonable. What do you feel is reasonable? I
1: think it, it's more than a second a third. I don't know. The looming suspension, possibly up to six games. Didn't look too good last year. I think he's 28. He's at least 27 if I look at her sheet. AK47. Shit, he's going to be 27-10, yeah. He's going to be 28 by the time the season kicks off. Yeah, I just think there's a lot going on around him that's unknown. And, of course, they signed Jamal Williams, which is a typical Saints thing anyways. They always like having always a have backup a hammer. Second, yeah. Um, but there's just the suspension, the charges. Who knows how that's going to play out. I just think there's too much unknown surrounding him currently that you're, I don't think you're going to be able to get... Market value for him, per se. I mean, fucking keep trade cut has him as... Oh, no, they're way down on him. Probably lower than me. I have running back 13. What the fuck yeah, are you think- for? Holy hell, running back 37? Holy shit, keep trade cut, what is wrong with you?
0: Yeah, I don't know about all that. I mean, they got Rashawn Johnson higher, A.J. Dillon higher. Jesus I... Course. I mean, yeah, that's to me, that is insane. I've got him, where do I have him at, 15? But you see where, you know, quote-unquote market value's at. No, I, I, I get that, and the reason why I've reeled in on the, you know, trying to trade away Kamara is because if not, you'll do something stupid like this. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm reeling it in. And he's gonna be one of them guys that, you know, once he starts playing and puts up a good week, you're gonna have to try and capitalize quickly. Yeah. Immediately. You know, I I feel like if he goes out there and has a solid, you know, two game stretch, I'm not gonna say you can get a first for him,
1: but surely you probably get two seconds. Yeah, I mean look I added the picks in the keep trade cut, and they have a mid second of twenty four and an early twenty five second ranked above him. So that's well, that's their value. About, about the market, you know, quote-unquote market
0: for him is about a yeah, second. That's, and this is the problem with some crowdsourcing type stuff. Um, I, I feel like, I like keep trade cut to a degree because it does give you like a, a market value for things, but then people always overreact
1: to shit. Let's say he does get suspended for six games. You're not getting shit out of him. You're not even getting a second anymore you'd be lucky I mean to be up sure there.
0: sure it's a risk
1: I mean that, that's that's fair and that's if it's only six games he could face jail time mm-hmm. being where it was I guess I forget what it is but supposedly the charges come with a mandatory jail sentence in Vegas if convicted so it could be longer than six games he could be going to jail it's just just a lot of unknown and risk built into him right now it's just a Extremely shitty and fortunate time to be wanting to sell him. Because, like you said, you put him out in our league and you didn't get shit for him so far. That I, was a, I, that I was during the draft, out. too. I
0: put him out in our league and I didn't get a single offer for him. And that was during a rookie draft. It didn't help I also put CMC on the block at the same time. But
1: Well, that's a prime time to sell you know, They come knocking for CMC and you're too high. you know, you got a price they don't want to meet. They're like, oh, what about the cheaper Alvin Kamara? Should be an easier deal to make. I would think. But, but not right now. Good
0: no, now. He'd, he'd be a guy, if if you're okay with selling him for peanuts, sell him now. You if you want to get a little bit more out of him, I think you hold on. But you also have to take on, like you said, that risk that if you hold on to him, his potential... that is he's going to die on your he team. He might die on your team if you don't get rid of him. Yeah. Or maybe you get lucky and, you know, he... Has a couple boon games into this season and in the offseason, you're trading for a
1: third. Yeah, but then you're really you might as well sold him for peanuts now. Might as well get your assets now and put the risk off on somebody else and not get a liquid asset and be done with it. Right, we'll go rapid fire with these next two real fast. Uh, Derek McKinnon or the 310. 310. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Mike Evans or the 211 and a 24 second. The two seconds. I think I'm taking Mike Evans.
0: Have you seen that QB, the QB footage from that team? I
1: it is known, not good. But I heard Kyle Trask is very confident at running this. I guess it's going to be more of a mobile quarterback offense. Supposedly. His throws don't look confident. Okay, they got my man Baker. <laughs>
0: they both look like shit. The only throws they were hitting on the money was curl routes.
1: Mike Evans could catch those. Got the big body. Evans is too good to pass up for that price, especially the 211. He's, they, still, they, he's got some they, juice if left. If they, no,
0: Mike Evans, I agree. I don't like him. He's he's talented. If they had Tom Brady, it would be Mike Evans all day long. But they have Baker, Mayfield, and Kyle Trask, which who I have no confidence in whatsoever.
1: If it's Baker, I'm cool with, which I think it will be. I don't think Kyle Trask is – I don't really want to talk about Kyle Trask. Hopefully, if you had him, you sold him for a second when fucking Tom Brady retired. Cause if before, not, before they signed Baker. Yeah. If not, you're, you might as well drop him. But we'll move on to our Thanks, last he's drop. on my taxi. You might as well clear up that fucking spot, buddy. I think I someone did. else there. I think I did drop him. But we'll head on to our last one. Start 10, two wide receiver, .5 PPR, 1 PPR for tight ends. We have Cortland Sutton, Najee Harris, Colt McCoy, 211 and a 3rd and 4th and 24 for the 109 112, 202 and 203 so essentially you're getting a rental quarterback uh, probably the wide receiver too on a Russell Wilson and John Payton offense and a high volume Najee Harris for four pick, 4 of the top 15 picks in this 23 draft Boy, is that tough? Obviously, I think I'm going uh,
0: picks here. I, I, it, to me, the, the biggest factor, which, like in most trade instances, uh, you know they're it's hard to be in a vacuum. If you feel like these this group of three players helps you tremendously, your QB room absolutely sucks, and you're gonna rely on Colt McCoy, and you feel like as a QB three, and he's gonna push your team and you're okay with a one year rental take
1: the players otherwise than me I'd take the picks well, give me the picks all day especially when you look at it how I presented it four picks in the top 15 yeah. it may be pick 9, 12, 13, 14 or 14, 14 15, 15. Yeah. still four picks in the top 15 this guy walked away with Charbonnet Kendre Miller Devon A. Chain and Michael Mayer for a rental quarterback of probably a wide receiver three fantasy wise and a yeah, high volume older running back. Probably an R B two. Give me the three running backs and the tight end. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. When it went through I kinda of questioned, like, oh I don't know. I feel like he'd get bored, but There there's a lot of fluff there because
0: of the three oh, yeah. picks, but it's a two eleven, a third and a fourth of twenty four. So it's it's basically those three players for the four picks and me it's if I was making the trade, I would take the picks all day, left and right. I can see the justification for the players, though. If you're a win-now team and you feel like Najee pushed you over the bump and you have a QB3 and death sudden. like I can see the argument, but to me, it's the same. It's the, it's the, you know,
1: yeah, this guy made out like a fat rat get four picks in the top 15. Yeah. For those type of assets. I'd well, take it all day long. Well done, Dark Helmet. We've talked about this league mate plenty. Well done for that trade for him. As you can see, we don't have a uh, soundboard, so we are the soundboard. Those are authentic claps. Those are true hand-to-hand smackers. Right. We'll try the golf clap next. (laughs) But about that? uh, That's everything I got on a show sheet for us this week, pal. Is there any other Dynasty Nuggets, tidbits you want to talk about before we get on out of here for this week?
0: Not that I can think of I hope I can uh come back next week with the Aaron Rodgers trade I know that in real life we uh talked about Aaron Rodgers potentially being traded to the Jets for like a month so
1: hopefully it doesn't take that long but yeah hopefully not for your sake because I, I don't know his value is kind of wobbly he's I I think that he's one of them
0: guys and should be pretty obvious that once you start putting up points his value should go right back up
1: yeah especially in that offense I would take them off your hands, but I got Burrow well, and T-Law, and that price is too much for QB3. Can we talk about bad trade partners for a second, I guess? Absolutely. Oh, fucking... Who are we talking shit about this week, pal? It's the guy that you and I have i have texted
0: you about a couple times. That He sent you shit, and then he's sent me shit. So, the guy wanted my CMC, mm-hmm. and it was he Who did he want from you? He offered you basically the same package of players. Regardless, he asked what I wanted for CMC. I told him a first and a younger asset, a younger player. And then some days went by, I didn't really talk to him, and then he just started listing off players. He was like Eckler, Zay Jones, basically a bunch of nobodies. And he was like, would you be interested in any of these? I thought he was asking about, like, because we were drafting, doing a rookie draft. I was like, well, shit, Austin Eckler for the 208? I'd be interested in that. What, what, you, what, what, what are these players you're offering for me to be interested in? Are you interested in mine? He was like, CMC. i was like, no. I've, I, I just told you three days ago what I wanted. You don't have what I want. What I'm getting at is, if somebody tells you what they want, and you don't have it. Don't be annoying and come back with the same offer when they already told you no. To me, that just pisses me off. You do it one more time, I'm going to call you a
1: fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm starting to... I used to have more, I guess, leniency and respect towards those type of managers. I don't have what you want, but I'm going to keep trying because you might take something. To me, it's simple. Hey, I'm looking for this. You don't have it. Sorry. Yeah, Cool. You come back once and be like, well, I, I know I don't have this, but I have this. Does this interest you? No, sir, it does not. Done. Dead. So don't ask me about it again unless you go out and acquire some new assets that I might be interested in. Like I had one guy earlier. I put Lamar Jackson on the block. He hits me up. Well, what are you looking for? I told him, ideally, a down tier to a young quarterback and a plus, maybe another plus. And his response is, Dak? The fucking Dak is two years older than Lamar, buddy. Did you not read the younger part? Or did that just you skip over that's it? Right. Like, no. Lamar's younger. What, what the fuck? How about down tiering to... I'm, I'm, I'm going to trade you Lamar Dak. for Dak.
0: I'm going to get a worse QB that's two years older.
1: Precisely. Like, that you like... Well. It, it,
0: I used to... I'm with you. I used to have a little bit of patience and, like, bravo, respect, you're persistent... But if you come at me, ask me what I want, and I tell you specifically what the fuck I want, and then you send me some dumb shit, you, you do it, you, you did it once, you did it twice. Third time, I'm going to tell you to fucking piss off and kick rocks. It's it's, yeah. it's, anno- it's annoying. It's a waste of time.
1: Yeah. I, I well, used I to, people, like I said, I, that used, I used to
0: have... A, I, I get persistence, but I don't want persistence. If you don't have what the fuck I want... Leave me the hell alone.
1: Right, I don't want you to be persistent. I want you to meet the price I'm setting. It's that simple. I, mean, I know I have not a lot of analogies and all
0: that, but it's like if I'm selling a fucking car and I'm like, I want $5,000 for it, and you come back and you're like, I got a bag of Fritos and
1: a, and a stick. Right. No, you don't have what I want. Go away. Well, especially when you told him you wanted younger players, and then he offers you Eckler, who's fucking older than CMC, same type of production, what what sense does that make? That's a lateral move, and he's I mean, giving you some I mean, bullshit I'm, pieces. I'm
0: gonna pull up the exact message because I feel like I'm not doing it justice by by trying to explain it. Uh, so he uh, he said, "Would a package of players like Eckler, Dobbs, Zay Jones, and one of my three rookie running backs that I just drafted interest to you?" And that's when I asked him, "Would that package interest me?" And what he said for Christian Mack I don't remember who the running backs were he drafted but like Charbonnet 18 Kendra Miller okay the guy we just said did a good job on the trade regardless um, I'm rebuilding in this league I'm trading away my aging assets that are going to decline I want I, I'm the last thing I'm looking for is running backs
1: I don't want I I don't want to throw them
0: running backs I want. Uh, I maybe a little fault on me because of the younger players, and picks. Maybe I should have specific younger players who don't play running back. I want wide receivers. I want Right. If if you saw the way I drafted, you should quickly realize what the
1: fuck I'm looking. Yeah, for. you took four straight receivers. Yes. So. I mean, if if that was offered to me and I had your team, I may have considered it but I'm a different kind of manager and trader than you are. As we said, you made your first trade out of five, six, seven leagues of the whole offseason. It took until June to get it done.
0: I, I, well, I don't want to sit here and piecemeal trades together. I just want to fucking get it done and be done with it. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'll, take, I'll trade you Chris McCaffrey for Eckler, one of your other running backs, and Romeo Dobbs. I'd, I'd rather not. I'd rather just wait until I can get what I want. I don't want to sit here and have to make four trades to get what I want. Five trades
1: to get what I want. Well, for for me, I might take him because I think I might be able to extract a little more value. Flip CMC, you could possibly get roughly the same back for Eckler, maybe a little less. Then say you take on Charbonnet. Wait for him to have a big game, you could probably get a good amount for him. But again, like you said, it's Making more trades, making multiple trades, dealing with other trade partners. Yeah, but that's even not, you're, that's you're not also your stroke. taking on the risk of Charbonnet going
0: out there and putting up decent numbers and True. hoping you can find somebody to try and buy Eckler who is two years older than CMC. CMC is a hotter name than anybody in that list of players that we just said, even the rookie running backs. Yeah.
1: But that, that's where
0: you I... it, to- it together, sure. Doing it your way. And if things hit exactly right, sure, you could probably get a little more value. But to me, I'd rather just trade away Chris McCaffrey for a young player in a first.
1: Yeah. This same manager came to me. I didn't tell you about this one at all yet that I can remember. But we were talking. He wanted Jameer Gibbs. I told him, you know, I'm only interested in Jordan Love on your team. And then he said he wanted Jameer Gibbs for me. I said, okay, well, keep on hoping, buddy i just drafted and B. John. I'm not breaking that combo up. Right. And then he asked me about T-Law. I was like, well, no. He's like, oh, if you were to trade, what would you want? I was like, there is no if I were. I'm not trading period. Damn straight to you. I said, the best quarterback you'd have to give me a return is Jordan Love. And I told him my rankings. I was like, T-Law's up here in a tier two. Jordan Love is like tier five. So I'm not going down three tiers from T Law to an unknown Jordan Love, right? He kind of. Well, I wasn't comparing the two. No, but I am. If I'm, you want me a trade away a top asset like T Law, and all you give me back, and for the same position that I need back, is Jordan Love. And to put and a you little, don't have first round picks. I was gonna say to
0: put a little more backstory behind this. The guy has no first round picks for the next two years. No second round picks for the next two years. I think his earliest pick next year is only the third round. And he had no picks until I think the third or fourth round this year.
1: He the guy is so notorious. He yeah,
0: he's notorious for trading his first and second round picks immediately. Mm-hmm. So, and I
1: just I don't like that. I guess it's, again, it's wasting my time. What for T Law, well, buddy? He got nothing close to but fucking T Law. Dick for value. You as a dynasty player, we've been. This is our third year, I think, going into for this league. He's been in the league since day one as a dynasty manager right now, I don't know if it was the first-time league or how experienced he is, but you're looking at your team of assets. Well, what what I offer for T-Law? Hmm. No, no, no. no, he ain't worth shit. He sucks. He's old. He doesn't play quarterback. What the fuck are you going to offer for T-Law? Why Why are you approaching if you don't have a couple of assets in mind? And, and to Valuable me, assets.
0: The The process of trying to make a trade. When I go offer somebody a trade. I look at my team and I'm like, okay, I know I need a a quarterback. What do I have a plethora of that I could part with to get a quarterback without having to give up a quarterback? Oh, I've got, my wide receiver room is pretty deep and I've got an abundance of first round picks. Mm -hmm. Let's go see if that gets it done. Let's go see what team has a good QB2 that they're willing to part with who needs wide receiver help.
1: There's many. What is it? So that's a way to skin cat. Yeah. But coming for high value assets with not shit, nada.
0: That's not the way to go. He's got champagne taste on a beer budget.
1: Yeah, he wanted the 105 and George Pickens for Eckler. What? Right. I told him before when he asked me about 105 for the draft I said I'd really only be interested in Eckler but then Jameer Gibbs was on the board I'm not fucking doing that now I'm right. taking Jameer Gibbs and I'm running right and
0: imagine if you imagine if like you had taken that trade obviously you wouldn't trade Pickens with it but just imagine like, you'd be like oh, I got Eckler my team's so good and then come come draft time Jameer Gibbs was there like, shit
1: I could've had Jameer Well, another trade this guy offered, God love him, he's a very active manager. So given that, he's always down the trade, time to talk trades, whatever, no matter who it's about or what he's got. But he wanted 101, 105, and George Pickens. He wanted to give me Eckler, Jordan Love, Dobbs, Jalen Waddle, and Zay Jones. At first, I was like, oh, that's... Kind of interesting, and you know, did my research and everything like that. and I said it to you, I was like, oh, I don't feel so good about this one. <laughs> I'll take my Bijan and my Jameer Gibbs and keep my George Pickens, although I would love to have Jalen Waddle. I love Jordan Love, he would have been a great QB3 for me, but yeah, but you're not trading no, one I'm not and for those one prices. A QB3. No, I damn sure I'm not passing up Bijan. This is a win now team, right? According to Dynasty Nerds Analyzer, this is the top, top dog in the league now after our draft. I'm not giving that up. But i worked productive struggle for two years, and I'm at that point that I think I can make some money. Right. I'm not just... I'm not kicking the cane down the road anymore. I'm fucking going for it, so I'm probably going to give you the fucking house for CMC. And, and you should. Damn right, I should. And you should. Told told you before I'm trying to hit a grand slam. I'm just trying to TKO in the first round. CMC's ready... Riped and primed for the taking. We've been talking about it for two fucking weeks. Send me something. I did. And you're fucking not budging. You can't have Traylon. He is going to be a game breaker. And much less. I don't want George Pickens. He's going to be a game breaker in your wide receiver two spots. No, I want Traylon. Well, you got to throw it out with Kamara. We got a deal. Send me back a second with him. I'll send you a third. What Kamara's worth? <laughs> then what's the point of throwing Kamara in the deal? To help me feel better about myself. Since I don't. you're all your way into the receiver you want that I love. Oh, I do fucking like George Pickens. I've been trying to get know, rid of him. for I know months. I don't like George
0: Pickens. That's why I don't want George Pickens. You know shit other people don't know. Damn right. I pay for that info. That's right. Been trying to get rid of him in
1: that league for months, and I can't fucking do yeah, it. You're not pawing ass off on me. I'm going to take something you want if you want something I want. And I'm not not asking for much. I got it for cheap. Gave him Elijah Moore in the two hundred five and the twenty two draft. I made out like a fat rat in that one. Oh, no, absolutely you did. So I'm not I'm not asking for peak market value. I just want a different receiver. That's all. And nobody wants him. Although he was drafted a 105 in this league, so he was drafted very, very overdrafted. Yeah. But I think that's everything for this week because we're right out of time here.
0: No, I'm so, good. I just wanted to, and no offense to... I don't even know if we dropped his name, but you know, the guy is active. He's a good league mate. It's just. He just blows his load too early, and then. It's aggravating when I tell you what I want, and you come back and keep knocking at the door, and I'm like, buddy, do you have what I want? If not,
1: not being rude, but leave me the hell alone. Right. It's like that old man get off my damn yard. And that's you. Yeah, get like, out of my DMs. But if. If, if I'm telling you what I want,
0: specifically say what I want, and you keep coming back off from the same shit, it's just going to piss me off.
1: Yeah, my mind's not changing. If it does, I'll come to you. Right. If Right. If two if months from now, I'm like, hey, is that offer still good? I'll right. take it. I'll it's take just it like now. lawyers negotiating. If I want to settle, I'm going to give you a call and say, let's settle for that number well, it's, we it's talked a, it's about. A, like,
0: it's the same shit that we've talked about before, about like when we were trading. You know, talking about trading rookie picks you know, two months ago somebody offered you a, a, a something for a rookie pick and you're like, no, i wait till I'm on the clock because that, that deal should still be good. Mm-hmm. Come that time. And if not, it's because the guy he wanted's gone.
1: Yep. And then there's There's no reason there's
0: weeks. no reason to rush is what I'm getting
1: at. No. No one's that that close to the draft, no. Right. Just or, hold it. Or now. Exactly. But, but that, now I'm good. That's that. it. Guy's a good Excellent. guy. I like him. It's just I love him. Pays his dues very early. Active. Always can reach him. But he is that guy that'll double text you, send you something. You know, looks like God love him. Double oh, yeah. he, later, you there, buddy? Yeah, he t- he messes me. He's like, did you give up on me? And I was like, my fault, man. He's a good dude. I just he just doesn't have what what you're looking for. Some people don't always make good trade partners. Him and I have made countless deals. Right. But it's usually initially where this far apart, and he goes and makes six other trades, and we get a little bit closer together. But that'll do it for this week's episode. Again, I'm your host, Paul Edgington. You can find us all on Twitter. My Twitter is at gub7285. Damon Duke. Apologize for the dog tag shaking all over the place. Join my co-host, uh... Derek Cook on Twitter at D underscore Cook, 93, and I spelled K-O-C-H. And you can find the show on all social media platforms at gridiron underscore F-S. And hopefully you guys have a nice weekend. Enjoy the beginning of summer. And hopefully you'll listen again next week. Hope you had a good Memorial Day. Thank you for listening.